So welcome to the conversation, Outspoken and Opinionated. Of course, my name is Edwin Meyer. We're back again for season two. Today, we are, uh, we are having Prince Wenton. He's going to be with us. But first, we're going to just start off with, you know, um, we've been on a little hiatus. Everybody been having some good time. I know I've had because I've been trying to enjoy myself. So uh, um, it's just been uh, um, a great time. You know, just trying to take a break from this. But then, you know, of course, we started, uh, we had to prepare for season two. It's been amazing. And so, you know, I can't wait. I like, I can't wait for all the things that we have in store for you guys. Um, so it's going to be amazing. It's going to be an amazing season. It's going to be an amazing season. And so I am just excited for I know what's going to happen. So again, I say welcome to the conversation. I've spoken and opinionated. My name is Edwin Maya. Of course, I'm going to be a host. Um, there are other things that have happened. Um, you know, we had election. Uh, we got Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I mean, so many things have happened over the, the, over the time. So for me, I'm just going to, you know, tell you guys about just me, you know, my little quarantine thing that happened during the time I've been, you know, uh, uh, on hiatus, during the time I've been preparing for season two, you know, it's been, it's, it's been great, honestly, um, had some little ups and downs, but you know what to do. I mean, you know, homeschool, of course, is killing us. Uh, my son is back. Of course, he's still in home. He's still homeschooling. I did not, um, give them the, I then I gave him the opportunity for him to go back for him to go back into the classroom. So for now, he's actually still home. Um, the house is full. My mom is here. She came from Liberia, so she's hanging out with us. So, you know, it's been a good, some good family time, but I did miss you guys. I miss all of you guys because I know how important this is to me and how important it is to all of you guys. So I appreciate you guys joining us. Um, we, um, like I said earlier today, we have Prince Winton. He's a librarian artist. Um, he's going to be joining us soon, you know, but I first just want to talk to you guys to see how you guys are doing. Just want to share with you my time away from this. Um, as you can see, I'm trying to figure out the little studio. Um, we've got some little renovation going on in the studio. So for now, we're just waiting until we can get back into the studio, but Hey, COVID-19. So everybody is doing what they're supposed to do. Um, just trying to figure out, you know, I hope you guys are being safe out there. Some of you guys are taking the time to, you know, love on your family, taking the time to, you know, make some money. Cause you know, those who got their businesses and doing online businesses, they are making money. But today it's really, like I said earlier, it's the first day of season two. I'm excited. I can't wait to uh, um, start with you guys. I'm back. I'm here. Yes. It's, Season two of the conversation is amazing. It's dope. I mean, the art, the people that we have on here is gonna are gonna be amazing. I mean, the stories, the conversations are gonna be great. I think Prince is actually just logging in now. Um, so it's gonna be amazing. Um, what are your thoughts on Texas going mask free? So for me, I said there's nothing that I can work with it because that mask thing, I don't know what Texas is talking about. I think they need to, you know, get on it. They need to uh, um, focus on something else. I mean, people need to wear their mask. Until we are 100% free of COVID, I think people need to wear their mask. Um, so that would be great. Um, but for now, um, you know, let's just watch and see what happens in Texas with all the rates and stuff that have been going on. Um, I think they should be wearing their mask. I don't understand why the governor decided to do that, but I think it's something that they should take on. 
um other things going on you know in society people living their best life and stuff like that like i told you guys we have an amazing artist i have a little clip of something he did um i had the opportunity of going to his listening party and i just thought the kid was dope i was like okay he is extremely older when it comes to his craft and i think for me that really spoke volumes to me and so i wanted you guys to really enjoy him spend some time with him he's going to you know i'm going to ask him some questions he can answer he don't want to answer like i said this is the conversation we are chill back here but what i'm going to do is before i bring in before i bring prince into you know into the studio i'm going to you know you guys are going to have the opportunity to just watch him hear him and see you know check him out for a little bit I She wanna break up with her boyfriend cause of me She don't me, she don't, she don't want nobody She wanna break up So Prince, can you hear me? Yeah Good, 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 good. Welcome to the conversation Um, You know, um, this is, like I said, this is a free space It's a no judgment zone we are the people on here uh, we are open to you know just having a great conversation i was telling i was telling those who are watching that i had the opportunity of going to your listening uh, um, party uh, i was probably a month or two ago yeah and it was amazing i think mine uh, observation i wrote up i wrote notes i'm old school so i wrote a lot but i felt that i'm like he's so young but your interpretation your craft is so old yeah. It's not in a negative way, but I think yeah. for your peers, people of your age group, I think you are. You, you, I'm like you. You you said some things. I wrote it down. I was just like, okay, I definitely need to have a conversation with you because I need to know where his mind was when he wrote certain things. Yeah. But I want to welcome you to the conversation. Outspoken and opinionated. Um, you open our season. This is season two. Um, we're excited to have you. Everybody, um, those who are watching are excited to have you. As you saw, I just played a little clip of something that I got from your team just mm -hmm. to get the people understanding. But I really want to know more about you. So I'm just going to dive right in. Like, who right, are you? Me. Who is Prince Wanton? Who are you? Um, Prince Wanton is an artist born and raised half of his life in West Africa and the other half in the United States. Mm -hmm. And throughout high school, and uh, forward, he's been trying to find his way and find where he belonged the most. And he always seemed to bounce back on music. And that's something I, I've been pursuing for some time now. That's so, yeah, cool. I'm an artist. So that's who you are. You're an artist. Yeah. And so great. Um, So release that into another segment. First of all, I want to let the people know that I am representing. So I got to stand up a little bit so you can see what I'm wearing. I am representing. <laughs> Okay. Word, 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 okay. Word, word. If I want on, they need to know. They need to know. Okay. So that's yeah. what we do up in here. But anyway, um, um, I being the fact that you are such an amazing artist, having an opportunity to listen to you, having an opportunity to just be in your presence and experience your vibe, you give me Khalid. That's the vibe I got. I don't know if anybody said that to you before. I got a Khalid vibe. Have you ever heard that? Anybody told you that before? Yeah, I heard I heard a few um, okay. some guys out here. Yeah. Okay, good. So who is your favorite artist? As an artist, who's your favorite artist? As of right now, uh -huh. it's, it's it's something that constantly changed, to be honest. But okay. right now, 
Right now, I'll say I, I am my favorite artist. You are your favorite artist. You, yes, you know yes. what? As, as of, and it's not anything, uh, it's not anything cocky or whatever. It's just, yeah. Especially listening to like records that I've written mm -hmm. and throughout the process, and most of them are on release. And just like going back and just reflecting on those is like, I, I got some fires. Like, no, you do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as so, of right now, from mm -hmm. what from what I've heard from myself, I'm my favorite right now. That's good. So in your spare time, who do you listen to when you're Thank not you. writing? When it's when you're not Prince, uh, uh, when you're not Prince, when you're just vibing, who you listen to? That's a good question. I listen to St. John. Yeah, St. John. Yeah, he, okay. he's kind he's kind of new, but that yeah, he he's fired. He's fired. But yeah, awesome. that's who I listen to the most. So what? So if we list for those who you know will have the opportunity to go out there purchase your music and stuff like that, what you would say your music is? What kind of genre? What kind of genre does your music fall in? Because I couldn't figure it out. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, because I don't really like putting myself in a box, and I feel like that's what genres do. They, mm -hmm. they box you in a certain area. It's like art. Right, he's an R and B artist. He's a Afro artist. I, I like to say alternative because with alternative, there's not really like something specific to expect from alternative. Exactly. It comes with a lot. So if I were to put myself in a segment, I would say alternative. Hmm. Alternative. Okay. Yeah. So you say you just, you, you, you are your best artist. Yes. My favorite. Your best artist. You love your, that, the, the confidence about that is like, I'm, that's why I was saying earlier, I'm like, I've went to listen to them and I was like, this dude <laughs> is serious. Like you were saying some things in your music for me as, you know, I was just like, wow. Like it was really, 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 really great. So Thank you. You, were, were you born in the States or were you born in Liberia? I was born in Liberia, West Africa. Born in Liberia, West Africa, raised in the United States. Half of my kind life. Of, half yeah, of your life. So, okay. Well, yeah. that will work. That will work for me. So we all know about the Liberian entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. So I really want to know what has been your experience with the Liberian entertainment industry in the States, and maybe if you have ever experienced it outside of the States. Um, generally speaking, I. I don't I don't really have much experience when it comes to the library industry or even the American industry. Okay. Speaking facts, I'm I'm definitely a brand new artist. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really have like much when it comes to my catalog and all that. And that's something I feel like I'll have more experience on after my album drop. So okay. as of right now, I don't I don't really have much experience with the library industry or even the American industry. Yeah. Okay. Um if you will get up tomorrow morning and mm -hmm. you get a call from somebody and they ask you who which artist would you like to collaborate with? <laughs> I know you just like yourself, but I mean man. I'm telling you. You're just uh, gonna collaborate with Prince. <laughs> you feel me? Like it, it would definitely be the same person, St. John. Because okay, I feel like there's yeah. a lot, there's a lot I've personally like learned from him as an artist. Mm -hmm. And just like learning throughout his process and like starting to experience similar thing, okay. I feel like that's someone I, I will relate to musically. Okay. Yeah. 
So musically, um, your music for me, when I listened, when I was at the uh, uh, listening party, I got a story. I got stories. Yeah. I got versions of different stories and it took me to a place. So what is your inspiration? The inspiration comes from the people I surround myself with and and what I personally feel deep inside throughout my experience in life. And okay. that's, that's where mostly I get my inspiration from is just going through life, just cruising through life and experiencing different kinds of things with different people. And that's where I built that inspiration from and projected musically. Okay, so when you talk about going through life, I know somebody might see you and say, he's young. Like, uh, like, are you kidding me? But when you talk about differences in life, I just want to put it out. I just want to ask you a question. It's kind of personal, but of, originally I'm from Liberia. Yeah, Our parents true. are from Liberia. And now you are, you, are, you are trying to get into, you are in the music industry. Yeah. How did you convince your parents? How did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Because you know you're supposed to be a doctor, a lawyer, or engineer. Hell no. Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's 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 kind of how like how I was I was raised also because mm -hmm. my aunt is a she's a she's by far the biggest uh, musical influence when it comes to like my family line and all that. Okay. But I guess it's something that it's a freedom that I had psychologically growing up and all that because there's not much I could have done physically and all that and as as a child growing up but mentally we're told everything that if you want to do this you have the opportunity to do it go ahead pursue it or whatever and music has just been something that i that i've always stick to that i've all that that I've found a way to to connect with more than anything and that's that's where i i got that passion from and since i've been i've been pursuing it and there's, there's haven't really been much said to me from my parents regarding me doing other careers and all that. But music is what everyone knows. So everyone. Yeah. when was your first experience with music? <laughs> um, as far as I could remember, around the age of seven or eight, okay. um, my mom try putting my brothers and I in a little church choir or whatever to sing. Mm -hmm. I didn't sing, but I, I found it extremely funny hearing my brothers and my sister sing or whatever. So I started laughing throughout the whole time on the stage. And that was my first encounter with it. And then after that, hearing records from my, from my aunt, I started picking up and all that and trying to listen more beyond just the vocals and all that and mo mostly fall in love with the production and all that. Okay. Yeah. And that's why I was going to go into It's like production wise, what's mm -hmm. your aesthetic? When you were talking about production, what's your aesthetic? What are the things that, you know, when we see a music video or we see a clip, we will know that, okay, that's Prince. Um, weirdly, I, I like sadness. Like I'm not depressed or anything, but okay. it's something. It's something that I can relate with very easily. It's something that almost everybody can relate with easily. And with me, even in in all of the new records or whatever, there's some type of sadness. And that's what that's where I got the um, the inspiration from for demons in my eyes. 
because with that, with that, I feel like I can relate to anyone, anyone in the room with that. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we all go, go through in life in some way, shape or form. We've all been sad before. And I feel like that's something that stands out more in my music, but it also don't. Cause when I'm making, when I'm making a record, my lyrics might be saying something depressing as hell, but the mm-hmm. beat is going to distract you in some way where you're going to think that you're having a good time unless you're actually listening and then it's going to hit. Yeah. So, well, you just opened up Pandora box. So now we're going to talk about yeah. demons in the ice <laughs> because I was like, okay, I don't know I can talk about it, but I have it here. But yeah, so let's talk about that because that title, that yeah. title is extremely it's like it's captivating because yeah. people, don't, people don't understand the power. Someone told me when I was growing up that like, your eyes are like the dash is like the, the light to a car. Yeah. Whatever comes into your body, you see it first. Whatever comes to you, you see it first. So yeah. when you talk about demons in my eyes, I'm like, that's deep. So yeah, what inspired that title? Um, Like I said previously, it's... It mostly came from inside. It's because okay. prior to my release, not release, but my listening session, mm-hmm. I had already found a name for the album for almost a year. We've been working on records and all that relating to trying to relate to that name that I yeah. that I put from the beginning and all that and, and writing according to that style. But like a week or so before before the release, I call I call management, let them know that I have to change the name of the album, and they're like, ah, oh, let's sleep on it and see. Maybe your mind would change, blah blah blah. But it's something that had to to stick because when I went back and listened to the record, everything it's something that every almost every record on the album is talking about some type of feeling. It's mm-hmm. Emotions. Talking about some type of emotion. Yeah. Yes. And with that, I feel like our emotions are projected way more through our eyes. It's like our eyes speak more than our body movement does. Mm-hmm. And with me, I feel like Demons in My Eyes was the perfect uh, was the perfect name for the album. It was great. So I want to read to you what I wrote that night. I said... Uh, <laughs> I said it's inspirational when a young Liberian finds its niche. The atmosphere is dope, and the intimate vibe brings a sense of connectivity. While mm-hmm. the young star prepares of in the side room, his manager goes out there and greet us and all that kind of stuff. But you guys gave us, you literally, I don't know if you understood that, but you gave us an opportunity to step in your world. As you said, demon in my eyes, we were in your eyes because you unveiled something to us as a new artist that yes, I felt yes. for me was really connecting. Like, I felt like, okay, you know, I can hang out with him. Like, we can, you know, we can vibe. Yeah. Like, like, that's how I felt. But I was like, it was really, it was, uh, like you said, the emotion in the room was great. Everybody understood your song. The 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 lyrics were amazing. And for me, it's enunciation. We heard what you were saying. We understood yes. what you were saying. And so, um, I don't know if we're free to do this, but... My one of let me tell you one of my favorite songs. Uh, my favorite song was Drip because I thought it's free talk. <laughs> That's what I said. I said drip free talk. Yeah, it was great. Uh, one of the other ones I have like vintage, vintage black love, summer love. It was like really vintage, it gave me that vibe of you know. So yeah. I think 
your production, your togetherness, everything that you have in an album, I just think it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and with with, with ahead, that too, it's, it's kind of like, especially with Demons in My Eyes, because for people that know me personally, I am someone who is very introverted, especially when it comes to my feelings. And with okay. for someone to know you or to feel like they have a sense of knowing you or something, you got to bring them a little closer to you and let down some type of guard so they can know that, oh yeah, I can trust this person and I feel like I'm attached to this person or I feel like I know this person. And with Demons in My Eye, that's something I'm trying to do, especially that album being like my debut album that I'm trying to enter the industry with. And I mm. feel like it's something that people will be able to relate to where we can all connect with. It's relatable. I will tell yeah. you that. For me, um, I'm, I'm 37 years old and wow. that I was great. I enjoy, I had a good time. I like to, that's me. I like to sit back, chill, relax and have a good time. And that's what you gave me. So it was amazing. But you know, you talk about something that I've got to talk about this because that's something that's right. So I like to talk about that. I was just talking about it on live recently. I said, I think every everybody should have an opportunity to go into a strip club. You will talk about in your song, <laughs> oh, no. you will talk about falling in love with a stripper. Yeah. And with that, I was like, you can't fall in love with a stripper. Her job is to collect her money. What's wrong with you? Oh, no. <laughs> But I really, really, for me, it's because, like I said earlier, in from where we're from, mm -hmm. in our background, yeah. you broke, there are a lot of barriers that you don't understand that you broke in your songs, but you broke oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of things. As you, you, talk, you talk about love, you talk about stripper, you gave us a metaphor when you talk about ocean. I mean, there are a lot of things that you gave us that, from our culture, we don't talk about, we don't do. Right, our songs right, right. don't profess that. Yeah. So I think like the fact even falling in love. Can we talk about falling in love with a stripper? I really want to talk about that song. Yeah, sure, so tell sure. me about the inspiration. Don't tell me you fall in love with a stripper. Hell no. Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a record that it's like me trying to ex, ex, expand on my creativity because as a writer, mm -hmm. one of the hardest thing is putting yourself in in another perspective to write from that side. Okay. And I feel like especially for hookers or whatever that's some that's something that is not usually talked about especially in the african industry or in exactly. the Liberian industry or whatever from what i've heard it's not something that is like normally discussed or whatever mm -hmm. and with with that i was just trying to not test the waters but more like see where my creativity will take me right and trying to write from someone's someone's point of view that that is not uh regularly written from and that's that's where i was going with that but it's just me taking my personally my personal love experience with any with any girl and trying to let's say put her in a form where it's like all right this is a stripper and if she were to be what would it be like and trying to write from that point of view i like that i like that because you saying that also give me an idea it's like you i it's like for those who haven't been in the strip club, when you go to a strip club, uh, idolize the women. The women, they are idolized. They are, in yeah, yeah. And they are doing things that you, yeah. you know, some, you, you should feel their fantasy. Word, word, word. Yeah, and they follow your fantasy. And for us who tend to support single mothers one dollar bit at a time. 
<laughs> we, you know, we, 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 we appreciate the idolization. And so we appreciate your song. But like I said earlier, your, your, your album, your vibe, everything was really dope. It was really deep because you come from a place not as one of, most of your peers will yeah. come from. You gave us a story. You took us back. But I, I don't know if we can go there, but I want to talk about, I know, uh, I wish, I wish you was dead. Wish you was dead. Yeah. yeah. Wish you was dead. That's that's by far I would say one of my favorite records on the entire okay. album. And for people that haven't heard it, uh, pretty soon you guys will get to uh, get to experience that. But wish you was dead. It comes from a lot of places, um, a lot of dark places, to be honest. Uh, it, it's not just me writing from just one perspective or just one experience, but me combining different experiences with different things that usually wouldn't even relate on the same level and i wrote that record some part of it is talking about like my little cousin that passed some part of it is talking about a girl that was with that hurt me or whatever and it's like you get to a point where it's like you're hurt or whatever that you don't really care so you're just saying it's like being being on being on a long drive with this person you're there but you're not they're there, but mentally you are not even you're not even within the setting. And you're just you're so fed up with them, it's like, I just wish you was dead. And that's mm -hmm. that's that's where I was coming from with the writing of that record. And for me, listening to that song, I think it gave me another side about life. Because mm -hmm. I don't think often, like I said, you said some things that normally people won't say. Nobody yeah. wish, I don't you we wish death upon people but we don't say it out yeah you think it but you put it out and as artists for you guys you know you guys who are artists and you guys who do sing or do other creativity you express yourself through your through your work and so yeah. talking about that i know you talk about that earlier like you write uh, what's the process what's that whole process about writing producing and all that stuff how, how did you get into that um to be honest, I started so I start I started making music or whatever mm -hmm. in like high school. And I didn't used to write, but the inspiration for that the main inspiration for me starting to write was was one of my cousins. Uh he was one of the co-writers on my uh EP Far From Love. The, okay. Yeah, the latest collection. Uh -huh. Um and with I don't know. I just found, I used to find writing so hard. Like I will, if you give me a topic, I can write an essay on it and write however long, two page, I don't care, whatever. But lyrically, like musically trying to write a record, I just couldn't. So it was, it was this one day he told me, come, come with me let's go on the drive or whatever. He's, he started to play some beats. He's like, whatever pop in your head, just spit it out. If you like, you can type it. If you like, you can record it. It's up to you. I don't care. Just do whatever. This is a free, it's a free zone. You can do whatever. No one's gonna judge. I'm like, all right. So I started, I started bopping to it and just saying whatever that was coming to my head. And I was like, oh, so that's how it's done. Like whatever comes in your head, even if it's just a melody, you hum it, you record it, and all that. And that's something that stuck with me. Like after that, I started, I started doing a lot of writing and it's helped me a long way and my process has been more of me 
there's some records on the album that didn't even write right out. Some of them, they were just like me freestyling on the mic. Oh, wow. And just like, yeah. So I usually start off, like most of the time, if you ever catch me in the studio, my phone will be to my mouth like this because I have it recording and whatever, as soon as the beat start, I just start humming or just saying random things. They will come out that don't make sense at all. That's why on the opening record, mm-hmm. if I don't know if you heard the de- uh, the main record, Demons in My Eyes, mm-hmm. I, I'm like humming this thing from the yeah. beat, mm-hmm. and it's not even words I'm saying. That's that's how the process starts. And that's oh. something going back to me saying, saying I'm trying to let people in so they can connect with me. And that's something where it's like a little personal too. But it's, it's like a main part of my process. Wow. But yeah, it's just me. First it goes for me humming, to me humming a record, and then I'll go back putting words to those parts that I hum, and then get on the mic and record it and everything. That's how the process goes for me. Amazing. And so, you know, um, with behind, you know, people don't understand. I think maybe because for individuals who have had the opportunity to watching people like Beyonce and all these other artists, you see the creativity that goes behind making an album. So I want to ask yeah. you, how much impact or how much how much involvement do you play when creating the, that you create your first album you're about to put out into the world? How much of your stake is in it? How much, you know, you've participated? A hundred percent. Even if an artist, I like to be very, very, very much hands-on, especially when it comes to the music, the producing, the writing, all of that. I like to be like, because I want it to be authentic. I don't want to put out something where it's like, it's not truly me or whatever. And with every record on this album, I had to like do something on it, even with beats. If my mm-hmm. if my older brother makes beat for me and say, hey, I want you to do this beat or, or I want you to record to this, I would have to go in there, change something, try to make it a little personal and try to and try to write and relate to it. But I, I have to be 100 percent hands on with everything for me to truly connect with it. That's good. So, you know, um, there might be, you know, there are young kids out there, there are people who are your age, but who are older than you, who are trying to get into this industry, but they just haven't had the opportunity of meeting, you know, some of the people that, you know, can get them into. So if there was a younger person, if there is a younger person listening, how can they, how can they get involved with doing what you're doing? Like putting themselves out there. Um, the key thing I would say start trying start writing like people don't know how much that helps one's career but when you start writing and then learn to record yourself okay so then you don't have to just imagine if i didn't even know how to write or knew how to to produce and none of that i would have been paying hundred dollars per hour in summer studio mm-hmm. and with all the time that 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 is put into this I would have probably lost like maybe like 20,000 right now if I can count on the hours and all that. Mm -hmm. Trying to record an album in the studio where it's like $100,000 an hour. Uh -uh. But that's something that is extremely important because with an artist, we'd like to do things when we're in our comfort zone, especially for me. Like I like recording in my room where it's like just me and all that. Like that, if I say something weird on the mic, it's just me. Nobody's gonna be like, ah, that don't sound good. Uh, with that, I can expand on my creativity 
So when you learn how to record yourself, it's that's a go. It's a go from there. But yeah. So um, I just want to um, give a few points, but I know you know you've putting yourself out into the world. You're letting us know who you are. Um, yeah. Are you ready for social media? <laughs> I'm. I'm not really like a social media straight on person, but because they can be cruel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's something too. I've because in in uh in high school I did show choir, and with oh. that is basically teaching us what it would be like if you were to do music full time or whatever. So we mm. tour, we we do everything, we go through rehearsal, like we we'll rehearse for about eight months, mm. and then perform, go against different schools, and then there's critique where people will say the nicest thing or they'll say the dirt, the nastiest thing you could ever think of. But at the end of the day, it's like the only opinion that matters is yours. And what people say about it, you can either take the bad and good from there and try to make it into something however you want it. But yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that's something I've already worked on personally. And I'm I'm not afraid I'm not afraid of anything. Yeah. Good. So um you know um recently you had uh you had a producer that passed away. Oh, yeah. um, I heard you've heard from somebody on your team, and so I just want to find out how are you doing? Are you okay? You know how 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 are you handling that? Um, I'm I'm still I'm still processing, just trying to put everything into uh, perspective and just understand more. But I'll, I'll be alright. <laughs> That's good spirit. Well, but again, I said um, we're going to do 30 minutes. We did 34 minutes. Um, uh, this was the conversation. Do you have anything? First of all, no, definitely. We got to talk about the, the the apparel. So I got my hoodie on. You got your hat on. I mean, um, I've had an opportunity, you know, um, I went somewhere and somebody liked it. Like I said, it's, it's Grown Up Boy, right? That's what it's called, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my management. Exactly. And so let's talk about, so I don't fool who leave. Let's talk about your manager. Definitely, yeah. How's What's going on? <laughs> there's a there's a lot there's a lot that he does behind the scenes that no one really know about. But yeah, he and his wife they they're very very involved with everything, and it's something that I appreciate, especially for uh, someone coming to the game, having people that 100% believe in you as much as you do. It boosts your confidence to another level, and that's some that's something I appreciate. But yeah. But you can tell the people who's your manager so they know. So if they're he, uh, are you okay to share your manager? <laughs> That's not what our contract said. That's not what our contract said, right? You're gonna be the alone artist, lone artist, and that's it. He can get nobody else. I, yes. I understand that. Okay. Yes. But you guys, um, um, for those you know, you've been you're such an inspiration, and I don't know yeah. if you know that I don't know if people have told you that, but you're such an inspirational person we've had i had the opportunity to just you know vibe you know being your presence having an opportunity to listen to your music i think it's great of Thank course you. um follow you on social media because i'm like okay this kid is going somewhere and just from me to you i want you to understand i keep forward keep pushing this you know most often the road is not going to be smooth but oh, yeah. you're get there with your team and with everything. And before I leave here, I just want to ask you one more question because you talk about all these things. I'll just ask you, how spiritual are you? I'm, 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 I grew up in a spiritual home. So I'm, okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very spiritual. It may not seem like it because I'm, again, very introverted, but mm -hmm. yeah. No, but I said, I asked that question because I can sense it. 
like your music, the things you talk about, it's all about emotions. And people don't understand that emotions are connected with your spirituality. Thanks, and so you thanks, gave thanks. that to us. But I want to say thank you for coming on the show. This was Deep Conversation, Outspoken and Opinionated. I hope to see you again, hang out with you again, listen to your music. But it was good having you. We appreciate you. And we look forward to the dropping of demons in my eyes. Yes, I appreciate it. I appreciate okay, it. Okay, you have a good time, man. You too. Okay, bye. So, of course, guys, that was Prince Winston. I hope you guys um, enjoyed. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Like I said earlier, um, this is the conversation. Outspoken Opinionated. We're here. Um, Prince Winston, like I said earlier, he's an amazing artist. Um, and so, you know, we can just move on talking about music. But if you guys have questions, you guys have things you want to talk about, we have a couple of minutes. We can do that. But to be honest with you, this was the conversation. And trust me. It's about time. So you guys have an amazing Thursday. I mean, just keep on doing what you're doing. Stay safe and peace out.